Yeah, yeah, we got it poppin'. You should meet me when I'm downtown. Hello and welcome to the Downtown Dish. I am your host, Katie Schamberger, and I am living my dreams this week on the dish. I mean, okay, we could make that argument every week, but especially this week. We decided that as March is coming to a close, not sure when that happened, we here at the Downtown Dish wanted to make sure that we do our own celebration for Women's History Month, which, you know, should really just be every month. Uh, Same thing with Black History Month. You get the drill. So this week on The Dish, we are so excited. You're going to hear from three powerhouse women in Kansas City's business community, including Mari Matsumoto, Kansas City's resident cocktail wizard, is joining us to dish on introducing craft cocktails to City Barrel as their bar manager. She's going to share her favorite downtown hangouts and what she orders when she's there. And this is super exciting. She is breaking some news here on the Downtown Dish, and we are so excited that she thought of us. We are also going to chat this week with Erin Kelly and Olivia Kolstadt with Kate Boutique in the River Markets. They are going to give us the scoop on Kate's namesake, which if you are a, let's say, classic Hollywood fan, you'll love it. They're also going to share how at Kate Boutique they are making fashion more inclusive, um, as well as at Kate's sister boutiques in Brookside, Coco and Lady Bye, which you may have visited. And Erin and Olivia are also going to give us the scoop on what to watch out for on Delaware Street and in the boutique this spring. Before we dive into this week's fascinating conversations we've got some some mixed news you know it's it's really kind of sad news honestly it is the final week of the Casey Carryout challenge I mean it really seems like we kicked this off just yesterday in January but here we are the final week so you know what that means we got to go big or we got to go home So this Wednesday, March 31st, please make plans. Join us for the final KC Carryout Challenge. Again, all you have to do, get carryout from a local restaurant, share a pic with us on social media, tag at Downtown Dish KC, use hashtag KC Carryout Challenge, and you are automatically entered to win a local restaurant gift card. It'll be our final prize giveaway of the campaign, and we are so grateful to everyone who has participated the last few weeks. If you have any thoughts about maybe something similar that we could do once the Casey Carryout Challenge concludes, send us your thoughts anytime at Downtown Dish KC. Now, grab a cocktail, throw on your favorite outfit, and we're going to talk spirits, shopping, and so much more this week on The Downtown Dish. Okay, friends. Well, here we are. I'm having another fangirl moment on The Downtown Dish, which is, you know, this is just pretty much how it happens now. But I cannot believe this week that we have Mari Matsumoto, who is the current bar manager at City Barrel 
Uh, we'll call her a potions master. She is a <laughs> cocktail wizard. If you aren't familiar with her work, you're going to get familiar with her work. Mari, welcome to the Downtown Dish. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. You are freaking brilliant. Can I just oh, get that out of the way? Give me some background. Like, have, have spirits, cocktails always called to you, mixology? Um, you know, how, how, did, how did you kind of get into the, the food and beverage industry? So um, I grew up in Japan and my mother worked in restaurants and she was in a Michelin star restaurant. Oh my God. So naturally I just kind of, you know, did all the little things as a kid, um, being with your mom, taking, she had to take me to work all the time. So um, just got familiarized with the food and beverage industry and it's kind of my entire life. And I've done every single position possible. but yeah, I love creating. So cooking and bartending was, you know, kind of what stood out for me. Um, but I love the interaction I get with the guests um, and the communication and the relationships you build. I'm curious. Um, I feel like, you know, we don't want to do like too much looking back because I feel like there's a little a little bit of optimism now in the pandemic, you know, that we, we might be sort of moving to the other side, but I've talked before on the show that one of the things that I've missed most the last year is just pulling up that seat at the bar, even by myself, maybe starting to chat with somebody sitting next to me, chatting with whoever's behind the bar. And I'm curious for that, you know, kind of flip side perspective, are are you and your, your colleagues, have you been missing those interactions too? Yeah, it's definitely been a bit um, different. I mean, there are still some seats at the bar. It's very mm-hmm. limited. Um, but, I mean, we've become accustomed to it. But it's also more personal now, I, I think, than it ever was mm-hmm. um, because we have such restrictions. Um, so we're getting to know those that are coming to the bar a lot more than we used to because it was more pump and grind than now it's more personal and being able to actually give a service that you know we love to give um but yeah um it's that changed. makes sense it's not it's not bad right right yeah it's just different it's just yeah. different so uh, one of the things that i love about you is i feel like you are everywhere in the Kansas City area and I feel like people don't even realize like the scope of your of your influence and your brilliance um I want to say that I was first familiar of course I was so late to the party but um we were I know we were talking off camera that I uh picked up one of your cocktail kits last year from Lifted Spirits and it was magical and it changed colors <laughs> and how do you do what you do like how did you make that yeah for me when I was doing that with Lift of Spirits I I mean they gave all of us bartenders such a great opportunity to make some kind of a wage during the shutdown which was mm-hmm. absolutely amazing um, but for me with my, what I wanted to do with my cocktail was give the actual whole experience um, for someone who is taking my cocktail kit home to where it changes colors and it's fun and it's interactive because you don't get that anymore 
or you weren't getting that at that time. Right. So, right. Um, that was really important to me. And the dehydrated um, lemon slices. I mean, I just felt like I was like, look at me. I'm a professional. <laughs> look at this streak. I mean, the instructions, like you just had like step by step. And I was like, just like following carefully and doing all the measurements. Yeah. And, and it was so flipping delicious. I actually think um, I think I was wrong. Street Cardana, who's one of our founding partners of the Downtown Dish, I think she gifted me my first that of that cocktail kit. She oh, was nice. the one that, and then she had one too. And we were sending each other like texting pictures back and forth of our of our drinks. But I wanted to chat with you too because I love that you have been um, at City Barrel for a while now. Correct? Yes. Yes. Almost. As- a little over a year and a half. Yeah. Okay. And, and more recently as the bar manager, and I'm curious, Madi, we were talking earlier and I, I love this partnership so much because I feel like you have been helped introduce this incredible selection of craft cocktails in a brewery environment where people maybe wouldn't expect to find them you know, just thoughts over, over, you know, your time there at City Barrel and how, how the cocktails have been received and what that kind of added to the, the overall um, experience of that particular establishment. Joe Grant and James, who are the owners, have really given me just kind of an open bar to um, just play around with. And they great year as it is and um I don't I wanted to highlight more of the craft cocktail scene because I think their beers was incredible so I didn't think that we needed more beer cocktails I think we need right. more cocktails right um, <laughs> and we have a full kitchen which is great too so yes um incredible food but, right yeah the food's amazing so I think I, it's great because I don't know. I had a guest in, um, and the gentleman's like, it's great. Cause now I can bring my wife here and I can drink my beers and she can have her cocktails, yep. which I want everyone to have the full experience all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's been great to be able to do that for, for them. I definitely find that like my, my taste shift, you know, I'll definitely like I'll be in a wine mood for a little while and then there something will come and I'm like, I need a cocktail. Like mm-hmm. I just need a cocktail and bless all of the creative folks out there, including you. Um, I'm still getting some fantastic uh, carry out cocktails, canned cocktails, Dodson's uh, shout out to Dodson's recently. Right, shout out to Dodson's for sure. Oh my gosh. They've been a favorite, you know, kits, yeah kits are still uh I think Mean Mule just dropped their some spring kits I lifted spirits um I've gotten some of their like bottled cocktails I have some uh I think it's the Ruby Viper in my fridge right now with the 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 jalapeno it's so good yes they they do have like a really sparkly cocktail right now too so you have to try that (laughs) oh wait what I think I did I think does it have it has glitter in it so beautiful. I was like, yeah, I forget who I sent a picture. I was like, look, I'm drinking glitter, cocktail with glitter. Um, they were like, yeah, that's that's all you need, Katie. Um, 
Well, and I, I just, I'm all over the place here. I'm so excited. Um, I'm thinking about all these things I want to ask you, but we got to talk about something big, big. <laughs> I wish I had like a sound, like a sound effect, like a breaking news. What do you have in the works, my friend? What is coming up? Um, you're starting a new adventure. So, as a lot of people know, Waldo Tai, I, I actually kind of started a lot of my um, creativity at Waldo Tai mm-hmm. with Daryl Wood, Pam Liberta, um, and um, they did a lot for us in the industry and for the healthcare workers during the shutdown, yes. and all of us, they're the most amazing people I know. Mm-hmm. Um, Pam Liberta and Ted Liberta um, started Waldo Thai, they're original owners of Thai Places in Kansas City, um, but Pam is the sole um, creator of Waldo Thai, and mm-hmm. she's a powerful woman. And I love that there's more women in the industry coming up now um, more than ever, which is great. Like women power all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am teaming up with her husband, Ted Liberta, and we are opening up um, a restaurant um, in Overland Park, yes. which will feature Thai barbecue and authentic Isan Thai cuisine, which he is from Isan. So yeah. And we'll have really great craft cocktails, which um, will of be course. in Thai base, which will be great. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, how I love that too, because I do feel like, um, you know, I feel like, for, well, first of all, congratulations. Thank this you. is incredible. I think you were saying that you, you felt like there was, um, you know, kind of a, an opportunity in that Overland Park area yeah, to... Absolutely to introduce um, some, some additional uh, Thai options. But I, I, I'd love to go back to your cocktails, especially thinking about probably as you've been developing this cocktail menu for, for Buck Thuy, which is the, mm-hmm. the new place. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I feel like we, people talk a lot about, you know, different sort of um, cultural and other influences on food but it absolutely happens over on the cocktail side. So I'm curious if you, you know, you've got, um, I'm sure that your Japanese heritage, you know, plays, plays a strong role, just kind of ongoing. Um, of course, this passion for, for Thai cuisine, um, you know, does that give you a chance to, to like experiment with different flavors or ingredients or really kind of flex your creative muscle? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm also a zero waste bar. So um, anything that's in the kitchen um, that's going to be wasted, I would like to take it into the bar and vice versa. I'm huge on that. And um, yeah, I always want to work with the chef and make sure like everything is pairing well. Mm -hmm. So I'm influenced by the actual whole unit, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I'm Thai cuisine for me, I didn't have Thai cuisine until I met Pam. Okay. <laughs> um, and it completely changed my entire life. And mm-hmm. that's all I like eat now. And um, pairing cocktails with Thai food is amazing because the ingredients are just unbelievable. Um, and you can get 
you can get a lot of Thai um, ingredients pretty fresh into the U.S. So mm-hmm. really great. Um, yeah, I but- feel like we have a lot. Do you feel like, because um, I, I guess, you know, I'm more familiar with Kansas City, of course, but I do, I have always been impressed by Kansas City's number of, um, you know, smaller kind of specialty markets mm-hmm. and grocers um, where you can get, um, you know, fresh produce, fresh things, um, also, you know, all kinds of sauces. I know I've frequented a couple of the um, Indian markets to load up on various spices. Um, I'm trying to perfect my at-home Indian cooking. It's not going that well. It's not going that well. But um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, some people might be surprised. You know, everybody wants to focus on Kansas City and barbecue and we love it but I just think there's just an incredible kind of international um, food community here that that needs to be celebrated more. Yeah absolutely I was actually quite surprised um so previous to um, being born and raised in Japan I mm-hmm. lived in go so the Asian community is very large and so Asian markets was kind of every corner and I never had to worry about ingredients but when I moved here that was a worry for me mm-hmm. was that work like am I gonna find anything to cook with am I gonna be able to have any of that anymore but yeah I mean it's everywhere <laughs> so I know it's, yeah it's 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 really exciting um Oh, I cannot wait. Can you, I mean, can we get like a sneak peek of um, like a type of cocktail that we might find at Buktui? Any, any tidbits you could share with us, thirsty yeah. folks? You'll find um, a lot of Thai ingredients, obviously, in the mm-hmm. cocktails. But I think I'm going to try to go towards a lot of... Um, vacation themed cocktails if that would make sense yes (laughs) okay I want a vacation but I can just come and hang out with you and exactly and sip a drink and that would be I, I I'm curious I feel like it would maybe be hard for you to travel just thinking about your schedule um has that been kind of a gap for you in the last year do you get inspiration um, from traveling, are you able to, to kind of fit that in anywhere? Um, I don't travel and I haven't traveled ever since this pandemic. Sure. Um, if I were to travel, I go back home to Japan and Mm -hmm. I did have my honeymoon planned with my husband, um, before the pandemic happened. So that obviously is on hold for quite a while because they're not letting anybody in or out of Japan. Um, so I miss my mother very dearly. Oh, yes. Yeah, but um, inspiration-wise, I honestly, you know, I go out um, and eat a lot. Same. So I cook every day. Uh, there's a family of five in this house, so... Um, yeah, I, I get inspirations by every spice I can find. I go to the Asian market, which is down the street from my house, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just pick up a bunch of stuff and just kind of play around. Um, d- during the shutdown, that's kind of all I did. Right. <laughs> <It was> just- 
play around and see what would happen. I mean, like, you know, nothing bad could happen from it. You just drink it or you drink it. <laughs> right, right. Like, uh, yeah, I was definitely, uh, I got on the bread baking train. Um, okay. And that was, that was so cool. I didn't do a sourdough. I just did kind of like a, I think it was like a no need, um, kind of just a rustic bread. And I did it mm. in my, um, in my cast iron kind of Dutch oh, oven. Yeah. And it was awesome. I did, I did perfect one cocktail. Thanks to Lifted Spirits, our muse here on the downtown dish. Um, they, they kind of came up on the fly with a, with uh, a recipe for us around Thanksgiving last year. And we call it the Crossroads Clove. And it's okay. clove, simple syrup, gin, and lime juice. And that's, I, I make that often. I love to make the simple syrup, the clove. Oh, make sure incredible. Smells amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time I made it, I was like, oh, this is like, this tastes like a cocktail I could have ordered at the bar. Yeah. It's like, and now people come over and I'm like, let me make you my one drink. I love um, it. But I want to. I do want to experiment more. I'd like to. I'd like to pop my head up. Um, it's been a long time since I've been there. But uh, North Kansas City, uh, Mitch Iamaro. Oh yeah, they have great selections. There. Yeah, just mm-hmm. um, the owners are incredible too. I love the concept with you know kind of the shopping for specialty spirits and things up front, and then the bar at the back so you can taste or. I remember I went in there a couple of years ago and they handed me the menu and it was like an entire binder. I was like, how, what do I even choose? Which that's a question I have for you. So if you're just like rolling up to the bar, you want to have yeah. a drink. Do you have a go-to like that you, that you would order? Um, I'm curious. Asked this quite a few times. Okay. I don't know like how to really answer it um, due to the fact that I don't really drink that often. Okay. Um, and I also um, make my drinks at home a lot if I were to drink. Um, but my go-to, if I'm supporting like, you know, if I'm at camp around, like I'm obviously going to get the gym fizz because Chris is just amazing with that uh. foam or you know, drastic measures to go see Jill and Jay. And, you know, I get one of their great cocktails that's new or something. Um, I just like to kind of like pitter patter with like my taste buds with all like these new places and what they're kind of experimenting with. Um, but um, Sazerac has always been my go-to. Okay. Um, and then I just like a good Añejo tequila on the rocks right yes so, yeah I I'm pretty pretty simple when it comes to <laughs> my own drinking style I guess because right. I just like yeah I just want tequila <laughs> but <laughs> I love that so well and I kind of feel like it makes sense right I mean you you literally spend your days like making yeah drinkable masterpieces so I could see when it's time for you to relax and unwind and knowing you know having your knowledge of all of the ingredients it's just you know I'm going to go for something that's you know simple. simple but high quality yeah, um 
I love that so much. Let's uh, let's go back to uh, to Buck Twee. Yeah. Uh, the new digs. Um, when can we come see you? Is there an opening date? Uh, give us the scoop. We're currently working on construction, so okay. we are hoping end of May, early June. Okay. Um, and that's kind of our time range right now. We don't have a complete day of open. Um, but we're working really hard on it. Teddy is working really hard on it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll see. And then once I know, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, and excellent. And I say, um, it, you know, can, can people, um, is there anywhere to connect with you on, on social media to kind of stay up to date? Or of course we could help share information at yeah. our downtown dish KC channels as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will be updating a lot on my Instagram. Um, I don't really post much on Facebook. So anything I do, (laughs) anything I do is on Instagram. I have a teenager and she tells me that um, Facebook isn't cool anymore. So I stop doing Facebook as much, but (laughs) I, uh, what did she say about TikTok? Like, oh, I don't even know anything about TikTok, to be honest okay. with you. She I've, watches it constantly and shows me f- really funny videos. It's hysterical. I just... It's also like the same song over and over again. So I'm like sitting on the couch trying to like focus on stuff and all of a sudden I hear, oh no, oh no, 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 like over and over and over again. <laughs> it is hysterical. And I was... I forget I was doing like something like really boring, like folding laundry or something. And so I pulled up YouTube because we just stream, you know, we cut the cord a while ago with cable. Um, mm-hmm. And I was on YouTube and I feel like they had a playlist that was like hits of TikTok or something like that. And I was like, oh, of course. It's just like of a course. lot of dancing and stuff. It's like a lot of dancing. I have seen definitely some. Not the da- definitely not the dancing I was used to as a teen. <laughs> <laughs> I just I guess like I'm real glad there wasn't social media when I was a teenager oh. that's all I'm gonna say about that right yes <laughs> absolutely like God like bless the children of today because they're on the spotlight buck tweet everybody kind of keep your ears open your eyes open we're thinking uh late may early june muddy kind of speaking of that of of a place opening um and of course i'm talking to you on this beautiful sunny 70 degree day which is helping my my soul just feel a little better what kind of sense do you get in the industry right now how are people doing um is there a a little bit of optimism I mean I still feel like people are reeling um I feel like there are still some challenges ahead but I'm just curious for our local food and beverage community how people are holding up from my standpoint and from what I've heard from several owners is that it's more hopeful than they've ever felt Mm -hmm. um, because of the vaccines um, that's going around, which Mm -hmm. is absolutely amazing how how fast that's been. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think now everyone's thinking June or July would be like the full open, mm-hmm. but also it, there is a very scary 
feeling of it as well because once you open you open and are we still wearing masks um how do we tell people you know yeah we understand you've been you're vaccined and you're fine but we still need you to wear a mask and that's kind of what we're dealing with currently mm-hmm. um it's like we've got we got our shots we're fine okay well we still have to respect everyone else around you so i yep. think there's still some a lot of there's still some challenges um mm-hmm. but i think we're getting to getting to the mark again hopefully um yeah yeah it's it's you know i've i've been very grateful to be fully vaccinated for 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 about three weeks now and um you know i tell people all the time like i i don't want to take it for granted i don't want to think of it as this invincible shield like i'm absolutely still masking distancing hand washing um i'm still personally not going into a ton of places and again no no knock on, I know so many um, people have just been so dedicated to cleanliness and to safety, but it's just, you know, a personal comfort zone, but there is, you know, and I was just reading an article in the New York Times last night about, you know, what are the current recommendations for people who are vaccinated with regard to travel? And, you know, they said, according to the CDC, like not yet, you know, not quite yet, because it's still, still that uncertainty, not enough data about, you know, if people who are vaccinated can still be carriers or transmitters. Absolutely. And so again, it's just still about, yes, we want to protect ourselves, but we also need to still be looking out for each other. And I feel like um, sometimes that hasn't happened in the way that I thought it might. And it's been kind of disappointing, but I do think there are still lots of people out there who are um, invested in, in taking care of their, their friends and neighbors. And so I try to, I try to focus my energy yeah, there absolutely. instead of dwelling on the things that make me mad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, also, you know, I, I grew up wearing a mask. Um, so for me, it's, it's kind of normal right. um, to just, you know, kind of look out for one another when right. it comes to health. And so um, this shouldn't be an issue whatsoever. Well, I want to wrap up with our favorite question. And I feel like you've kind of already done a great job at answering this, but I, I thought we might give a couple more shout outs. Um, you know, we always like to know here at the Downtown Dish, what are, what are a couple of your favorite downtown hangouts? Of course, City Barrel, of course, Lifted Spirits. Um, but any other places that you try to try to spend your time or that you've missed going to maybe the last few months? Yeah, um, novel would be one. Oh, uh, yes, one of my favorites, um, as well as Antler Room. Yes, um, that's kind of where I go for my birthday every year. Um, yeah, it's so great. I didn't go this year, so we'll have to make up for that, but um. Cafe Provence. Yes. So um, delicious. I miss the uh, chicken liver pate at Le Fou Frog. Uh, 
I miss. I mean, the list could go, probably go on and on, to be honest with you. Corvino, their um, seaweed donuts are just like heaven in your mouth. Yes. Um, yeah, I, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot I, of places. I I've know. definitely been going to Waldo Thai a lot, and I just did women's dinner there, all women's dinner there. So How was that? Um, I saw that on Instagram, and I just, I thought that was such a powerhouse lineup, all all women chefs, uh, bartenders, mixologists, um, uh, baristas, right? I think there were some, some, yes, yeah, Cafe Cafe, um, Jackie and Madoka was there, so yes. they're, they are a force to be reckoned with oh when it comes God. to this industry right now. They, you know, who they, I gotta get her on. Oh, I'm, absolutely. I'm just obsessed with their Instagram. Um, yeah, and, great. you know, love, love that they, they gathered the community this yeah. last weekend for a really incredible um, vigil to continue to raise awareness um, and yeah. in, in, in stopping Asian hate um, yeah, and attacks. Absolutely. So uh, what a, it's just making my heart full about this community. <laughs> But mm -hmm. I think the more that us Asian women get to speak our voices as to what's been happening to us, the more we're being heard, which is great. Um, and I won't stop continuing to tell my story. And I hope everyone won't stop either. Mm -hmm. We have voices. We should be heard. Yes. And, and again, you know, everybody's support. You know, we're, we're here, we're all about supporting local businesses, but, you know, even more so, you know, support our Asian business owners, support our Black business owners, support our, you know, support our business owners of color, because there really is just a really vibrant small business community in Kansas City, and I know they, that that group as a whole has definitely been among the hardest hits of the pandemic, and so, you know, we just continue here at The Dish to Know, just encourage people again within your comfort zone you know we do feel like things are loosening up a little bit in a good way um you know of course the weather is helping you know outdoor outdoor seating is becoming much more prevalent again now that we're on the other side of winter take out is always take out it's and it's so you know we've got our our casey carryout challenge um last week of the casey carryout challenge by the way friends um one more chance to win a $50 restaurant gift card. All you have to do is get carry out from a local restaurant, post a picture, tag us at downtown dish KC, hashtag KC carry out challenge. And you will be entered to win. Do that on Wednesday, March 31st. But I'm feeling like maybe we'll, maybe we'll have something else after the KC carry out challenge. I've been teasing a, uh, the idea in my head of like a patio bingo I like that. Okay. Like a make a bingo card of just a bunch of different outdoor patios and just, you know, cross them off as you visit and turn Thank your you. card in for a chance to get a prize. Or, I don't know. Something yeah, like that. that's a good one. Well, it has been such a delight. I'm so excited for this next chapter. Buck Twee. Oh my gosh. Everybody, stay tuned. We will help keep you up to date here. Uh, connect with us online at Downtown Dish KC. We will keep an eye on that late May, early June timeframe. Uh, Madi, thank you so much. This has been uh, really, I'm just thrilled to know a little more about you. I have been a fan of yours for a long time. So to have you on the show means a lot. 
And I hope that you'll come back anytime and hang out at our downtown dish table and share news and updates. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. When I'm downtown, I'm watching downtown dish headed downtown. Let's hit the streetcar. Okay, so I am kind of uh, living my dreams here on the downtown dish this week because here's a fun fact about me. If I could do something else for a living, I would own my own boutique. And so I am so very excited to welcome Erin Kelly, General Manager of Kate's Boutique on Delaware Street, also Lady Buy and Coco, and Olivia Colstead, who is the Marketing Coordinator for that fantastic group. Ladies, welcome to the Downtown Dish. Hi, thank you. Hi. Oh, so good to have you here. Talk a little shopping on Delaware Street. But let's let's go back. Erin and Olivia, take me back because I don't know if people realize that Kate Boutique there on Delaware Street is part of like kind of almost this little retail empire. Erin, <laughs> um, take us back. Um, I know Abby is the the brains behind three incredible shops. So can you give us just a little background and how Kate fits into the picture here? Absolutely. Um, so Abby's on vacation this week, which is why she isn't with us. And um, she started Coco first. Mm -hmm. She really wanted, um, she wanted a boutique that was accessible to anyone. Mm -hmm. And um, to her, that means anyone of any size and anyone um of any price point. Mm. So it's very important to her that we have items that are $10 and items that are $100 and items that range from size extra small to size 3X. Mm -hmm. So our philosophy is very much um, meeting anyone where they are at the point they're at in their life. Mm -hmm. um, so she started Coco first based on that philosophy. Um, Coco is very fashion forward, um, casual West Coast style. Mm -hmm. And then it was always in the back of her mind that if she had the opportunity, she would love to also have the counterpart to that, a very feminine East Coast, um, updated classics, pieces you'd have in your closet for 10 years mm -hmm. um, boutique. And that's where Lady Bye came in about a year later. And that's where I came into the picture as well. So I've been with the company for about three years. Okay. And then um, we were approached by a great customer of ours who does the commercial real estate on Delaware. And she said, have you ever considered a shop in the river market? And we were kind of like, no. <laughs> we um, sure have it. <laughs> but we realized it was you know, kind of an area where there wasn't any retail mm -hmm. and we got really excited about it and Kate was born. So um, Kate is based on Catherine Hepburn, um, very much a strong independent woman who mm -hmm. was going to do what she wanted to do, no matter who told her she couldn't. And um we kind of say that Kate is the little sister of both Coco and Lady Bye. She's pulled her favorites from both of their closets, but she very much has her own style. So if you don't ever go to Brookside and go to Kate, 
you're going to find pieces there that are also in Brookside, but you're going to find pieces there that are just Kate style, just for her. So oh, I, oh, I just, I love this so much. I love, I, I, th I think that we were, we were talking kind of off camera and it's so amazing to me that each of these three boutiques has their own very defined um, kind of independent vision um, so they certainly stand alone by themselves, but then together, maybe if you were to, you know, visit all three boutiques over a period of time, or, or even just learning about them, you know, it, then it, it all clicks into place and there's like a larger vision. And, oh, I just love that. Olivia, when did you, uh, tell me when you joined the team. I joined early September okay. of 2020 and then moved into the marketing coordinator position at the beginning of March, actually. But I had been a longtime customer. I remember being at Coco's temporary location um, on Gregory, or is that where, yeah. And um, a friend brought me in like, hey, you need to meet Abby, you need to visit Coco, they have such cute stuff. And so Aaron, how long ago was that, that they were in that location? About three years, yeah. Yeah, so I had been a customer for three years, had met, you know, a lot of the ladies there and always felt like a friend. And so it felt like an easy transition being part of the team. That's so cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There's, a, you know, there's definitely yeah, like, um, you know, a couple of my favorite businesses that I spend a lot of time at, and like in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I'd love to get my hands on their social media or something because you just you know I feel like you bring an extra dimension when you are already a customer and a, you know a regular and then it's Absolutely. like you know you just kind of mm -hmm. elevate elevate your love a few notches but I I love that um, I know I was telling both of you that that I used to live there along Delaware Street uh, just one of the greatest streets in Kansas City I feel like and I love that that Kate is there because as someone who lived there, I did feel like um, the street as a little kind of microcosm of downtown was missing some retail. You know, we had incredible dining options and we had uh, coffee, delicious, delicious coffee um, and, and a few, um, and a few uh, retail businesses for sure. Um, uh, Silk Road Travelers that that is no longer there was was always a favorite stop for me. Um, I know our Daily Nada, um, still hoping that they might might land in a different location. But yeah, I'm just curious crossed. with with you all being familiar, you know, so familiar with like the the Brookside locations. Um, anything jump out at you that's like different about Delaware Street and downtown as a whole or the River Market? The River Market customer is a very different demographic than the Brookside customer. Okay. Um, so it's a lot of young professionals during the day. It's a lot of, I'm just stopping by on my lunch break. I need a gift for a birthday party tonight. Mm. Or I'm cold in my office. Do you have a cardigan? Right. Um, and then on the weekend, it's a lot of visitors. It's a lot of people that are coming to quote the city for the day. Okay. And um which kind of is my thing because that's how I grew up. Like I grew up going quote to the city for the day on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So I know that demographic pretty well um, because it's kind of a special day for them to, you know, go see how the other half lives. Right. And, right. Um, 
they want, they want gift ideas. They want clothes that they can take home and say, I got this in Kansas city. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's definitely a different demographic than we cater to it in Brookside. That's fascinating too. Well, and I, I mean, I guess it, it makes perfect sense too, with the city market being right there, you know, people really, honestly, that could be a packed day, you know, just starting with, you know, breakfast and coffee and city market and working your way over to Delaware street grabbing lunch and I just love to kind of you know take my time and you know meander go where the winds takes me (laughs) um and I do I hope we'll we'll be seeing more of that how has uh business been over this this crazy last year um I imagine it's it's definitely been been a difference um in terms of um traffic and and things like that um Olivia worked Saturday. How was it Saturday, Olivia? It was, it was busy. It was really busy Saturday. Good. Yeah. People were feeling good. Like spirits were high. So I think people are realizing I haven't shopped for a year. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a few tops instead of just one, you know, I need to make up for the wardrobe I haven't built this last year. So everyone, yeah, it almost seemed like just something had to come over everybody and they were just happy everyone was in a good mood it was busy so it was good it's great I love Coming that back yeah yeah for sure yeah I mm-hmm. think the weather um obviously you know vaccinations are rolling out more and more quickly as the days go by so I'm kind of excited about about what's ahead but I do want to call out because I know that you know safety for you all has always been paramount and I feel like um you know just just another advantage to to shopping local I think is that uh that care and that attention um you know Erin Olivia feel free to both jump in here but like looking at the website for example and and looks like there's things like private shopping appointments in place that I'm sure aren't maybe they're maybe they're not like as a direct result of the pandemic, I mean, I feel like kind of personal and guided shopping has always been a thing, but um, can you tell me a little bit about just some of the ways that you've tried to kind of adapt? And, and again, Erin, um, as you were saying, like the inventory itself meets customers wherever they are, but I feel like the service does too. Absolutely. Um We've, of course, implemented, you know, the plexi barrier at the cash wrap mm-hmm. and cleaning protocols like no other. Um, <laughs> we steam every item of clothing after it's tried on. So whereas clothes used to go straight back on the rack from the fitting room, now they're put on a whole bar where they're steamed and left to dry. Mm-hmm. Um, we feel like that just adds just another extra layer of preventative measure. Um, Of course, masking, distancing. We unfortunately no longer serve wine. Um, That used to be one of our most fun things is that people would walk in and we'd be like, would you like a glass of wine while you shop? We don't do that anymore because we want to encourage everyone to leave their mask on all the time. Sure, sure. Um, And yeah, we offer private parties and one-on-one shopping. So you can email us and make an appointment and we will either FaceTime you or come in one-on-one with you and do a styling session for no charge. Uh, if you're not comfortable, you know, being in the shop with other people, 
or we can host a private party for you and up to 10 of your friends. So a lot of people like to do that because it feels quote normal to be out with your girlfriends. Um, but it's just a little different than pre COVID because you're all masked and you're not, you know, snacking and having a glass of wine and sure. you're just shopping, but sure. it's a lot of fun still. I, I, I think I need to put that on my list because I, I, I love shopping. Um, I don't know if you, if you both picked up on that. Um, <laughs> I'm a shopaholic and I'm so grateful. I just want to say that I'm really grateful that Kate and all three boutiques um, are, are uh, dedicated to carrying a range of sizes, um, especially as someone in, in the, in the plus size category, which God, I hate that term, but you know, we'll just go with it. Um, not always easy to find on, on the, on the local, like if you do want to, want to shop so locally. Hard. So, um, very so much appreciate, um, yeah, the, the, the sizes and the price points, I think are, um, yeah, because then it more, more accessible to more people. And, and again, uh, Aaron, I love what you say about meeting people where they are and, you know, maybe they want to just stop in for, you know, a piece of jewelry or something and then come back later and, and absolutely, get, you know, get, some I mean, food. I'm an 18 and I know you can't see that on this podcast, but I want to feel just as great in what I'm wearing as a size two. And sometimes a size two comes in and she doesn't always feel great in what she's wearing. So we want to, like I said, meet everyone where they're at and hope that they leave feeling more excited about what they found with us than they did before they came in. So oh, got chills. Erin um, <laughs> and Olivia, let's, uh, let's pivot a little bit. Isn't that the word of 2020 yeah. into 2021 pivot? Um, but we're going to pivot because I just, I want to know just a little bit about like spring um, trends or do we, I don't know. How do you feel? How do you both feel about um, how Kate specifically, I mean, I kind of feel like, do you pay a lot of attention to trends? I, I feel like in some ways the aesthetics are a little more timeless. I feel like with Kate, she's a great mixture of classic and trendy. Okay. Um, and I think lots of timeless, but lots of very now, very in stuff. Um, so like even yesterday we posted something about a very um, like timeless um, pair of jeans and an outfit and how to style that. And then a very a trendy pair of jeans and how to style that. And so I think like Erin had said, it's very much meeting customers who do love the more trendy current stuff, but then also meeting the customers who do love timeless classic. So very much like Catherine Hepburn, she does what she wants to do. So one day that may be trendy, one day that may be classic, one day it may be a mixture of both. So I love that. Yeah, I'd say very much a good combination of both of those things. What what are like what are what are the like you guys gotta dial me in here so I can be hip and cool, knowledgeable. I can hang with the youths is what I like to call them. What, 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 are, what are some of the trends for like spring, summer? What are we seeing? We did get some fun denim in. Um, so longer denim is coming back. So we have some more full length options, some more wide leg options. So that's fun um, just as denim kind of 
always changes every couple of years, you know, what's like yeah. truly in. So that's been fun to see. Just different silhouettes of denim um, are becoming more popular. So that. that's something. Yes, if you like to update your denim fairly regularly, it's a good time to do it. Lots of fun silhouettes. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, Erin, is there anything that you're excited about um, that you've seen put on the floor this week? Mm. This week, we have been seeing lots of what one of our favorite influencers referred to as a nap dress, um, which yes. I'm not positive okay. why she calls it that. Someone needs to fill me in. Um, but <laughs> it's a very like tiered cotton sundress look. Um, we have one at Lady by and one at Kate and they're super popular. Um, just like a little short sleeved, super classic style. Um, but I don't know why she calls it a nap dress. I mean, my, I have no idea even who you're talking about. My one thought is it might make you feel a little bit like Alice in Wonderland falling asleep reading a book. Oh. And then Ooh. I'm sure that's not what she meant. That's what I want her to have meant. So. <laughs> I like that. We'll I like that. <laughs> um, I love that. It is such a feminine, pretty dress. Mm -hmm. It is so feminine. But I do love kind of the return after a year of sweatpants to people wanting to buy a dress again. That makes me excited. Yes. I was going to mm -hmm. ask you both either if you have seen this in any customers or maybe if you yourselves have felt this, but I, um, I'm kind of in the midst as the pandemic, I wouldn't say it's, it, we're definitely not, not through it, but I say, as we're kind of, you know, in a different phase, like I am totally revamping my style. Um, like my hair, I, you know, people, uh, knew me for having like really crazy colors for years. Um, this is actually my natural hair color for the first time since I was like 15. But, and I feel like I'm going a little more like, um, oh gosh, like Diane Keaton. Like I got a really great like oversized white button up Oxford and I paired it with like leggings and a long cardigan and still my big jewelry but I don't know I just something about the last year has like made me kind of not necessarily reinvent myself like I wouldn't say that extreme but I don't know maybe just experiment or yeah out of the box a little bit mm -hmm. I think it's easier to experiment and reevaluate when you have more time alone oh um, good call mm -hmm. so I think it is I think it is easier to like to this sounds silly, but to sit with your closet and think like, do I really love that? Or did I just keep it forever? You know? So mm -hmm. just one more of those pandemic related, like, you know, I hear about people mm -hmm. that are like redesigning their whole living room because they're sitting in it every day. True. Kind of the same thing. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're actually looking at your clothes every day instead of just throwing them on and rushing out the door to work and then rushing to soccer practice and then rushing to dinner. And so very possible. I do think there's that element yeah. too of like where I haven't necessarily put in as much effort over the last year because you know and it's weird for me I've told people this before I was already working from home as a self-employed person so that part actually didn't change but um, you know definitely with all the zooms like you know a kind of presentable up top 
comfy on the bottom mm-hmm. side. You almost kind of feel where I've had a couple things lately where I've been, you know, slowly going back out, um, you know, patio type gatherings and things like that, where it's like, oh, I'm getting dressed. Mm-hmm. Like we're doing it. And so I, and I, I haven't yeah. seen these people in a year. So. I know. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. I do wonder too, if this past year there have been fewer things to post about on social media. And so not getting that feedback from other people. I wonder if people have kind of discovered maybe more of who they are versus who the public has seen them as. And so you can sort of self-reflect versus getting that feedback from other people. So I wonder if people have discovered, oh, this is actually who I really wanna be. This is how I wanna dress versus maybe how I've been expected to dress with social media or what's gotten more, more likes on social media whatever that may be, but just kind of have come to a truer sense, like who they are style-wise, you know, I don't know. I was going to say, you're like, you're speaking to my soul here. I I feel like that (laughs) with the, with the color where, where a lot of times, yeah, is like, I had so much fun with my hair color and I definitely, definitely um, reserve the right to go back to the vivid colors at any time, but it did Mm -hmm. turn into a thing too, where people were like, what are you doing next? what's next? What's next? What's mm-hmm. next? And I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. I'm kind of running out of colors. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> like, so it has been fun to, yeah, I love that. Like take time for yourself and like, what makes me happy? What makes me feel good? Um, or maybe like mm-hmm. you both were saying then if some of that is lacking in, in the closet or, um, the, the jewelry case or the shoes, I'm a big shoes and and a handbags person, um, then you can go out and get something. Treat yourself. Definitely. I like it. Well, mm-hmm. I wanted to check in, ladies, too, because I know, again, you know, safety is paramount, and, um, you know, we still want that to be top of mind, but as you said, the weather's getting better. Um, you know, there is, there is a kind of a growing sense of optimism, people getting out and about a little more, So I did want to check, um, kind of looking at the weeks ahead as spring really takes hold, even into early summer, um, anything that that, uh, Kate's shoppers should look out for? Um, Are you guys doing any any types of events right now or um, kind of anything on that side of the spectrum? Yeah, once April gets here, we have some pop-ups lined up. Um, I want to say April 17th is our first one right now. Um, so going to be fun jewelry, fun home goods. Um, oh. And then that's going to continue through May. Lots of local makers. It's going to be so much fun. And then the wine walk on Delaware is May 22nd. So the wine we'll walk is back. The wine walk is back. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yep. So it's going to be on a Saturday instead of a Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Get your tickets. All right, you heard it here on the Downtown Dish People Wine Walk. Uh, that is one of my favorite events. And I feel like I would, yeah. um, I can't wait for this year because I feel like I like more types of wine now than oh. I used to. Thanks, pandemic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. so fun. Oh, what a great, like, such good energy on Delaware Street for things like that. And I know that there's been... Um, yes a recurring like kind of outdoor 
pop-up market there along the street. I love that you all are doing pop-ups. I just, I love the concept of a pop-up so much, yeah. bringing somebody mm-hmm. in that, you know, um, get them in front of maybe a little bigger audience or just vary what you all, you know, offer inside Kate without necessarily having to like change all the, the merchandise or add a whole like home goods sector or something like that. So mm-hmm. that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And then another thing, I believe we're continuing doing this, Erin, for people who still don't want to get, get out and shop, um, Instagram live sales, um, yes. which are super fun. So oh, yes. yes, which Erin, if you want to talk about that. Yes, tell us about because I've seen a couple of those. And that's, that's such a great idea. So we started mm-hmm. doing Instagram lives in December. And it's just Abby and I talking to the people showing them <laughs> good stuff. Um, it's a lot of fun though. It's generally product from all three shops. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do the broadcasting from the lady by Instagram. So okay. it's consistent every time. Um, our next one is Sunday night, three twenty-eight. So that'll be before this airs, I believe, okay. but, yeah. um, just keep an eye on the Instagram and watch for us. And it's super easy. You just watch and, if you see something you like, you say me and we confirm with you and then we invoice you and it's yours. So it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I love that. A lot of fun shopping from your couch. Mm-hmm. And, and then you could still have your wine, right? Cause you're, you're yeah, at home and you absolutely. can have your wine. Um, I'm a big fan of, of shopping with wine. If you guys haven't picked up on that, any, anything, <laughs> anything with wine, you know, whatever. Um, uh, you know, I've got a, a friend shout out to Shara who hosts wine yoga so we we get our we get our workout in as we as we sip our love it (laughs) our beverages um Erin that's a great point and and you or Olivia feel free to jump in what is the best way um I feel like social media Olivia that's definitely I know you're doing some great work there what are the best ways for people to stay connected specifically with Kate um, to see maybe these pop-ups that are coming up and just um, to stay in touch with what's happening. Yeah, I would say definitely Instagram. Um, Shop Kate KC mm-hmm. is our Instagram handle. Um, we usually do either posts on the feed or lots of stories about upcoming events, usually at least a week or two in advance. So definitely check in with us. Um, and then we also have a newsletter um, that Abby typically sends out what, once a week, Erin. Um, yeah. So Ooh. she usually does new product or upcoming events. Um, yeah. You can sign up for that on our website. Yeah. So if you go to the website, shopkatekc.com, there is a link toward the bottom, I believe, to sign up to, I think it says stay in touch. It sure does. I'm looking at it. Look, I'm going to... Guys, this is real-time action here on the podcast, on the Downtown Dish. I'm putting my email in. Signing up right now. I love a newsletter. Um, I need to know what's happening at all times. Oh, I'm going to let you know I'm not a robot. Nope, everything's fine. Oh, perfect. Excellent. Well, ladies, before I let go, got to ask you our favorite question here on the Downtown Dish. And Olivia, I'm going to start with you just do you have shout outs okay. to a couple favorite downtown businesses places you like to eat or drink places that maybe you're mm-hmm. looking forward to going back to or do you spend your time mm-hmm. besides Kate uh well 
Yeah, of course. Well, on the brain, because they recently opened up again, what is Betty Ray's? Yes. Their ice cream is just fantastic. They're right next door to us. We share walls. So the smell of their waffle cones wafting through our walls is just oh, heavenly. My Truly. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. So they opened up recently again. So very excited about them. Um, I love Swordfish Toms and SOT, South of Truman, for yes. drinks. So hoping to go back there, mm-hmm. some juncture, and then can't beat a good farmhouse brunch. Just so good. So, so good. good. Yeah. I miss Amazing. living across the street from farmhouse so much. Erin, <sighs> yeah. what great. about you? Where are you hanging out? Um. I just got a spray tan from recreating rays last week. Uh, They just went in at fifth in Delaware. And I did not know this. Amazing. So check them out. And um, Il Azarone, I tell you that cauliflower crust is (sighs) the best in town. Um, So good. And then uh, Bliss Books. I just want them to have a storefront so bad. I need, I need them to have a brick and mortar. Like I order from them way more books than I need, but. Yes, that is so great. And thank you for reminding me, Erin. I really want to get them on the downtown dish. Yes. Um, what a great business, um, books and wine too. Yeah. yeah. yeah order, them. order online. Um, I think, are they shopping around for, or, or are they kind of planning for a brick and mortar um, yeah, they're trying shop. to plan for one and they're doing um, monthly local pickups starting this month. So like the deadline has passed, but you can pick up your order Saturday at Casey Wineworks. And um, you never Another know, you favorite. might be able to pick up your order at Kate someday. So Ooh. watch for that. Oh, Been talking to uh, you know, people come on the dish and they just drop these little, these little teasers for <laughs> us. We had it last week. Hartzell Gray is up to all these shenanigans and he was just <laughs> dropping these little secret tidbits. You, you guys got to be paying attention because we are, we are breaking news on this show. And if you don't miss out, don't miss out. Oh, I love it. I just, yes, I feel like, yes, I am optimistic too. I feel like spring, I feel like I need to come to Kate's and uh, find a little um, spring treasure for my for my closet because I definitely um you know I gotta say that um in my quest to support local business I feel like um kind of clothing for me is an area where I can do better and so I'm grateful to have some opportunities and I've seen some really exciting news about some additional um I think plus size focused boutiques maybe maybe coming to the downtown area so we're gonna we're gonna try to get the scoop on that definitely seems like maybe some more options are starting to open up a little um, even more inclusivity when it comes to fashion which is what I love to see so I feel like there's really nowhere I'd rather be living right now than Kansas City because coming out of a pandemic in a city that is literally as friendly and close and helpful as Kansas City is going to be amazing. I can't wait to see it all. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, yes, everybody pull up a chair. We're going to have fun watching this. 
Aaron, <laughs> Olivia, thank you so much. What a pleasure it was to have you. And please come back to the dish, especially as things do continue to, to change. If you have news to share updates, um, always come back and hang out at our table and let us know, you know what's going on and how we can support you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much to Madi, Aaron, and Olivia for joining us this week on The Downtown Dish. You know, I didn't think it was possible, but I'm now even more excited, more energized about our retail and restaurant communities, especially the women who are leading the way in opening new businesses, introducing new events, and just being all around badasses. So, as you heard on the show, we have a lot more of those amazing women to talk to. Uh, we got a lot of businesses to catch up with. So I am very excited for what's ahead here on the Downtown Dish. But don't forget, this is our last Casey Carryout Challenge this Wednesday. So please join us. Let's go out with a bang. And make sure to come back next week for another Downtown Dish episode We'll make sure it's filled with scoops, recommendations, surprises, and so much more. Big thanks to our founding partners at the Downtown Council, Casey Streetcar, Kansas City Downtown Neighborhood Association, and Lynchpin Ideas. Don't forget that you can now find the Downtown Dish wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including our new home base, on the Pitch Podcast Network, where we are available along with several other locally made and produced podcasts that you definitely need to be checking out. So can't wait to see you back here next week. And in the meantime, get out and enjoy downtown Kansas City. Downtown Kansas City.